You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to a very special episode of the Pride of Detroit podcast, the POD cast. Very special because we have a very special interview coming for you in a second here. But before we do, let me introduce myself. I'm Jeremy Reisman, the editor in chief of Pride of Detroit at Detroit Online uh, on Twitter. You can find me there with me with this interview. This very special interview is Chris Perfett, the adequate host of the POD cast at Chris Perfett on Twitter. Chris, how excited are you for this? Um, on a scale of one to ten, uh, let's go with the number 20. That's perfect. Wink. Perfect. Wink. Should we tell them or should we just jump right into the interview? It's Barry, folks. It's Barry. Barry Sanders, for your listening pleasure, right here on the POD cast. He is a Hall of Famer. He is one of the many Lions legends who have sported that number 20 on the front of his Honolulu blue jersey. It's Barry freaking Sanders. Barry, how are you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm great, man. I'm great. Great to be here. What are you guys up to? Oh, man, just getting ready for the season. Very, very exciting time to be a Detroit Lion. And uh, I think the beginning of any regime is pretty exciting. And I want to start there. Uh, your thoughts on the new regime, the Lions. You know, we know the players are, are it's going to take time to kind of build up that roster. But I, I want to focus on the coaching staff because I feel like that's that's where the future lies. Right. Is, is how good this coaching staff is. They have a, you know, a bunch of former players. Dan Campbell's a very charismatic guy. What are your thoughts on the new regime in, in terms of who, the leadership? No, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I, I do want to acknowledge that, you know, whenever you have a new regime, that means, you know, you got some challenges as well, you know, because yeah. they're, they're the only, <clears throat> as an example, you know, they're, they're the only new coaching staff in our division, you know, so, so uh, they got, we got some challenges, um, you know, but, but I am excited about coach Campbell and, and the staff that he's assembled. Um, I think um, when you think about a young team, you know, that hasn't had a lot of success, you know, you want to try to, um, to assist them and, and give them the best resources possible, you know, and, and there's no greater resource obviously than players that have been on the field and, and certain types of players, right. You don't want to just, just former players, you know, but you, you look at Deuce Daly um, as an example, as a running back, a lot of great years under Andy Reed as a player, he competed hard, um, you know, and, and um, one of those just solid NFL players, Co coach Campbell, the same way, you know, just a hard nosed player that played many years, um, you know, and, and, you know, a guy who could really identify with the players and communi communicate well uh, with them, um, you know, and really identify with them, you know, so so on, on down the list of, of assistant coaches. So, yeah, I think uh, I think this is really just what the doctor ordered, um, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, we're all excited about getting started this weekend. I've seen a lot of people draw comparisons, just maybe more in the personality to, to Wayne Fonts with, with Dan Campbell in the, in the way that he can, <laughs> he can connect to. And, you know, he's an entertaining guy. 
do you see any of those kind of comparisons there? And, and what, what did fonts mean to you as a coach? Because obviously, you know, he was a guy that I think you admired. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he meant, uh, he meant the world, man. I mean, it was, um, he was one of those guys where, you know, he, he had been a former player, um, you know, and, and was very, very just comfortable, um, with, um, around players. And it wasn't, it, it meant, it felt more like, you know, sometimes when the, the player coach dynamic is more like father, son, you know, almost with coach Fonte was more like uncle, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, cool, cool, funny uncle. Um, and to, 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 uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, I mean, he, he had that just sort of personality that, um, you know, he was, he was, you know, he knew when to be serious. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but he also just, you know, um, uh, knew as well when to be light and, um, and then, you know, not be so serious. So, so uh, he was definitely one of those guys who was thought of as a player coach, um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, so the, 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 um, to the extent that, you know, coach Campbell's been there, uh, that's kind of how he comes across, um, recently removed from the game, um, you know, and a lot of players can identify with him. Um, and, and, uh, you know, so ho- hopefully, hopefully there, there are more comparisons down the road with, with Wayne Fonts, you know, and, and even, even better. So that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, Barry, um, I wanted to ask this more about kind of the NFL in general right now. Obviously, um, we've seen the running back position really evolve over the past, I'd say like, you know, five, six, seven years or so. There's a lot more running back by committee. There's a lot less. Um, I mean, there, there's some great stars out there like Derrick Henry, but they feel like they're kind of breaking the mold. A lot more of these guys are pass catching rather than taking, you know, 30 handoffs a game. H- how have you seen kind of the position evolve? Do you think it's in a good place? Do you think um, h- how different it is, is it from when you were playing? Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly different, but I think it's almost starting to come back around to um, to really featuring certain running backs. You mentioned Derrick Henry. I don't I don't think there's been any more dominant player in the NFL outside of Patrick Mahomes last couple of years than Derrick Henry. Um, you know, so I don't I don't know if. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Derrick, you know, I think he should be around that 400 million dollar mark as well. You know, like like Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, that's that's a different conversation. But um, but also look at, you know, I think about. Guys like Zeke Elliott, uh, guys like Alvin Kamara, uh, the Jacobs kid in Oakland. I mean, the list list goes on and on about you know running backs um, that are making their mark. Um, even last year's Super Bowl champion, you know Ronald Jones, um, Leonard Fournette were a very valuable piece of that that team's offensive success. You know, in the regular season and playoffs. Um, you know, so so. Um, but but, you know, there's certainly uh, more of an em- emphasis now on passing. Um, you know, you got to have a passing game. You got to have a quarterback. Uh, you got to have top notch receivers. Um, and, and we understand that. But but I also think um, to answer your question that there's a lot of running backs in the game uh, that are making a great game for themselves, um, you know, and, and uh, that are very valuable piece of their offensive schemes. Who's maybe a name that we haven't really heard too much about? You know, you mentioned Josh Jacobs in there, and he's pretty well known. Derrick Henry, is there someone else that you kind of look to in the game right now and you see like, all right, that's a lot of me right there? Well, I, I, well to answer the first part of the question, I don't know if I would say a lot of me, but I, Jonathan Taylor had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan Taylor with Indy had it. You know, Indy had a great year, um, you know, uh, anyways, but Jonathan Taylor was a big part of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think he's, he's another running back. Um, to watch. I'm looking forward to what, you know, obviously what uh, what DeAndre Swift does. You know, I, I thought he transitioned well uh, to the pro game. 
Um, you always wonder about, you know, whether the running back speed and ability to break tackles and just make plays and, you know, what will happen. And, and so I think, um, you know, obviously for us Lions fans, we're really looking forward to see uh, to seeing how well he he really is he figures into this Lions offense this year. Yeah, that that transitions well into, into my question because you know we've we've been fooled before here in Detroit. There's there's been a lot of running backs that have run through this town since you've been around. You know, Amir Abdullah, Carryon Johnson, Javid Best. Not that those guys weren't talented; Reggie. they were extremely talented guys. Um, but it didn't you know didn't really work out here in Detroit in, in terms of creating like a top ten running offense. Is there anything you've seen out of Swift or maybe the offensive line or the scheme that makes you think this could be different this year? Well, like I said, Swift. Um, Swift, you know, played very well. I think he was uh, he was kind of uh, he met expectations last year. Yeah. Obviously, with Jared Goff, the addition of Jared Goff, we have high hopes for him. Um, you know, and and um, I thought we looked good this preseason. I mean, you can only you can only judge so much from preseason games. Um, but um, I also want to be honest about the challenges. You know, like I said before, I mean, um, we're the new coaching staff, the only new coaching staff in in the division. Um, we've been toward the bottom in defense last two couple years. You know, you're looking at the stats. Team teams can almost say, "Yeah, we're going to gain 400 yards plus when we play the Lions," <clears throat> and then we're, you know, you're at the bottom defensively in the middle of the pack offensively. Well, you know, that that math just doesn't add up very well. You know, so so we got to start off um, this year. You know, hopefully. Hopefully, um, you know, golf will develop good chemistry with the receivers and we can stay healthy. Um, and those guys can play with a chip on their shoulder, understanding that um, they're going against one of the league's best players in Aaron Rodgers. Um, and even the South man Rodgers, look how solid the Bears and, and the Vikings have been over the last few years. You know, so so we got to strap it up from day one uh, like we have something to prove in our division. Um, you know, and, and, um, and hopefully he's got, these guys can make a name for themselves. So, so Barry, I know you're working with a new campaign with Pepsi called the, the made for lion or I'm sorry, made, made for lions watching campaign. Uh, tell me more about that. I've, I've seen the commercial. I see you doing some juking, which, uh, which always gets me excited to see that back on TV. Uh, tell me what, what your partnership is about. Absolutely. Well, the, well, the, the Pepsi made for lions watching campaign re- really just celebrates loyal fans and their, their, uh, preparation for game day with, with uh, the best fuel and food and Pepsi possible, you know? And so, uh, you know, we know that there's nothing like um, the combo of Pepsi food and football. Um, and so that, that's really what it is. And so we've we created a lot of cool content, um, you know, where I can actually, I actually get visual, uh, virtually come into fans' homes um, and uh, help them with a few recipes uh, like the Pepsi glazed ribs, uh, which I, I recommend everyone try, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. We, we want to celebrate our loyal fans and, and all the stuff they do in preparation for game day, whether it's in the kitchen or, or at their favorite tailgate. All right, Barry, real quick. Last, <clears throat> last question I have for you here. Um, I've heard a lot about your tales about how you like to find places to sleep that you would sleep through position meetings and everything. But Lomas <laughs> Brown has apparently told us that you used to sleep on the sidelines. I want to know, like, A, is that true? And B, how are you managing to sleep through all that kind of noise? You know what? <laughs> I resent I resent Lomas for, for um, these kind of rumors. Um, but um but no, I think for me, it was one of those things where I used to try to just really get relaxed, um, 
you know, and just kind of think about what I wanted to do. And sometimes I would close my eyes and I think I think they, you know, they assumed I was sleeping. <laughs> you said your eyes closed. No, no, yeah. If we're talking about in a meeting room, yes. In a meeting, some of the meetings, yes, I fight those off. But, uh, but sleep's I'm important for growth. Yeah. Sleep's What's important that? for growth. I said sleep is important for growth. Yeah. Uh, all right, Barry. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, always good uh, to talk to to Lions legends, and I'm glad to hear that uh, you're involved with the team. You're excited about the team. I, I think we can all agree that there might be some bumps in the road ahead, but uh, but we appreciate your time. And uh, to everyone listening, go to madeforlionswatching.com for more information on his campaign with Pepsi. Barry, thanks again for joining us. Gentlemen, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much, Barry. Thank you.